Welcome to Account-Based Marketing. This podcast is designed as a collection of conversations with sales and marketing leaders, sharing thoughts and practical tips for growing your most valuable customers. Hosted by me, Alicia Linden, founder and CEO at Momentum ABM. Welcome to this episode of Account-Based Marketing. Today, we'll be talking about the role of ABM in banking. And I'm thrilled to have Catherine Walker, Global Head of B2B Digital Marketing Channels from HSBC. Welcome, Catherine. Hello, Alicia. Good to have you here. We first started working together when you were Oracle. And since then, you've been at Vodafone and HSBC. Yes. Feels like quite a big transition, IT, telecoms, banking. Yes, yeah, yes. And I think it probably plays to my natural curiosity. I've spent, I think, probably all of my life um, being curious about things, going, why does that work? Why do we do it like that? How, how, how can we make this better and different? And I think most of my journey has therefore been about poking things and seeing where we can make them better. Um, so just trying different sectors, yes. never change. Yeah, 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 yes, 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 yes. Fascinating. What, what did you find most different about going and working with a banking organization compared to a telco or IT firm? Well, I think if I think about where I started um, in IT and I spent some of my early ABM experience at Fujitsu um, when they were building out their ABM practice in public sector and we were testing applying ABM techniques to public sector at the time, looking at major deals and how we could get closer to customers in that space. But one of the things I found in in that world was it was really super difficult to measure things. And I think that what drove my move to Oracle, for instance, was they had recently acquired Eloqua Mm -hmm. and therefore were starting to think really carefully about how you measured marketing and how you therefore could demonstrate best practice and how you could really drive performance improvement. And that was really interesting for me. So so the digital shift leveraging coming out of marketing automation platforms. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. And so therefore from there to Vodafone was was then how could I apply both the learnings from Fujitsu in terms of that big account relationship management um, practice and also the learnings from Oracle, which is all around digital, to the world of telco, where you've got both a high churn mobile customer base, um, which is kind of like the world of SaaS. Mm-hmm. And you've also got those big longitudinal customer relationships where you've got perhaps a, f- a fixed business or you've got cloud or you've got IoT in there. So you're driving much longer term customer engagement. So for me, telco gave that on the B2B side, gave that really interesting blend of both of those marketing techniques, which was really super attractive. And I found actually a very similar thing when I moved to financial services. So it was it was a different world. Um, you're learning a different product set and a different language around the products and a different language around the customer. But actually as a marketeer, you're, you're applying some, there is the potential to apply some very similar practices where you've got a banking division um, and a commercial banking division. It's kind of similar, particularly at the small end of the market to some of the practices in the mobile world. And then in other parts of the investment bank, you've got those lovely longitudinal relationships. So again, it's the chance to, to have to, to be applying both practices to your customer base. So thinking about marketing automation platforms at one end of the spectrum, you've got 
Eloqua that you leveraged at both Vodafone and Oracle to somewhere like Fujitsu, deep client relationships. Where, where would you put your banking experience on that spectrum? Where was it closer to? Well, I was actually involved in both ends of that okay. spectrum, unhelpfully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we do, were... Do the two converge? What, what's your experience? Uh, well, I think the bank was definitely on a journey. Um, and I think banking in general is on a journey to have more more rigor, more data, more more customer insight. And therefore, there's a huge shift to digital, to to managing their customer relationships digitally, and then also using digital marketing tools to, to improve speed to market and, and, and the ability to personalize messaging in this. So I was part of a team that was rolling out a lot of marketing automation software um, and platforms uh, globally, um, particularly out into Asia, mm-hmm. but then also at the same time looking at how the, the world of banking could use account-based marketing practices to, to support those longitudinal relationships, both from a, a technique and a practice perspective, but then also trying to understand how technology could help um, in that space as well. And in your experience, starting with the marketing automation platform and rolling that out, was, mm. was that the, the starting point for ABM or was, were those two separate parallel tracks? I think they were two, they were two parallel tracks. Okay. Yeah. Right. If you're thinking about rolling out account-based marketing and you're, you're starting with the marketing automation platform, often you can start in the wrong place. You're just thinking, how, how can you drive more interactions, more digital connections or activity into those accounts? Yes. As opposed to really thinking about those individual customer segments. And I think one of the reasons we exist, I think the ABM category has exploded, is marketing teams have access to so much more MarTech. They can fire out emails. You can do LinkedIn, paid media, targeted to individual accounts. Actually, there's, there's too many channels that marketers have access to. And how do you really surround an account in a meaningful way as opposed to creepy? You're going to everywhere they turn. Yeah. And I think there's probably also a challenge in there that says, is that not just good segment marketing and, yeah. and actually just segmenting your audience more effectively to make more efficient use of your of your marketing budget? Yeah. And actually, I think the thing that the financial services sector is, is considering as their sales approach changes and as they are looking to be more efficient in their use of, you know, how they manage relationships and and their, their sales management approaches change. How does marketing change alongside that? And how can marketing techniques like account-based marketing really help sales to strengthen and deepen those, those relationships and ensure that as customers' digital tools and the way in which they manage their accounts change, which then in theory allows the customer more choice and allows the customer the opportunity to switch more effectively, how do you make those account relationships stickier not through the fact that your accounts are just so difficult to change yeah. that no one can move from you, but actually they stay because they want to stay. Yeah. And I think that's where ABM has has the huge ability to support those client relationships. What did you find that was most different moving to a financial services business versus a telco or an IT firm? Oh, um, that's a really interesting question. And, and in fact... Um, certainly for me, there were actually lots of similarities, which surprised okay. me more in a way. Yeah. I, I think when you have these big global businesses, and I was in a global bank, you've got a lot of similar challenges around how do you think about global versus local? How do you keep insight close to the customer right. um, in market? You know, How do you really drive local insight, local client relationships, but then also deliver some efficiencies and some economies of scale without losing that kind of local feel? So I think those challenges, anyone who's worked in a large global tech business will, will recognize all of that. Absolutely. And you've probably 
probably got similar sort of drivers for change. I think the thing that I I noticed so much about financial services was this really intense competition from the digital disruptors, which we have seen in tech um, sort of 5, 10, 15 years ago. We saw the the impact of, say, you know, an organization like Amazon really coming in and driving, you know, change in the cloud business, for instance. And in tech, you're now seeing the huge changes being brought about through, through you know, fintech and how they are making real inroads into um, retail banking, for instance, you know, and and also how changes in the use of blockchain technology is now changing the supply chain and how you know, investment and how money moves around the world. So you've got some really fundamental changes to how that industry is, is being managed and run. Mm-hmm. And I think that being in that period of disruption is is really interesting. It's It's different, but it's the same as tech. Let's talk about the role of ABM in financial services. For me, in tech, everything's either been productized or you have clear value propositions. And actually, the sales relationship is interchangeable. We see that with a lot of churn in in the sales org. When you look at banking or financial services, it feels like, and certainly talking to our clients, they've got 20, 30-year relationships with their relationship managers. Does ABM really have a role to play? I think hugely. My observation of of what's going on in the financial services sector is that it's changing. The the influx of, of the digital disruptors are changing the nature of those client relationships. They are allowing customers to have more choice. They are um, enabling customers to to move around, which means that customers are thinking about where they build those relationships and whether they stay or whether they move. And I think that that means that the the nature of how a, an organization manages those longitudinal relationships is going to change. I think also the role of the relationship manager is is changing. It's being, in air quotes, professionalized. Um, And certainly I'm seeing in a lot of the fintech organizations that the types of salespeople that they are are hiring in are closer to the the sales roles that you would see in a a tech startup, say. Um, Much more, they're thinking a lot more about SaaS sales. They're thinking much, much more around kind of land and expand and how you get the next deal and how you get the next deal. It's much... It's much sharper, it's much more sales orientated and much less, in a way, focused on relationships. And I think banking may not go to that extreme, but I think there's certainly a, a sharpening up of, of that sales of that sales challenge and the sales task, which I think gives more space for marketing to really step up and step in and help to support the management of those customer relationships using both digital techniques, but also being smarter about how you use events or other more personalized in-person engagements as well, and being more thoughtful around the use of insights, say, as well, and, and really making sure that all of the assets that that a bank has or a big financial institution has are brought to bear in a much more thoughtful way on an account or a small cluster of accounts, you know, or a segment and and you get more bang for your bucks from yeah. some of that. I think the days of being looser around that are starting to be over now in financial service. And I think that's where marketing and, and the discipline around really understanding ROI from those assets um, is hugely helpful. Okay. Thinking about financial services and the shift that they're going on and the, the role of account-based marketing, is account-based marketing now more relevant because of, of competition and because of market noise? 
Well, I think um, certainly for some of the larger banks, you're looking for consistency of experience globally. And I think um, that's certainly where ABM techniques can help because you can join up um, practice um, and marketing activity across a number of geographies to get a much more globally consistent experience. And that absolutely will help to defend against the competitive attack. I think also just that discipline of, of looking at an account and understanding what the customer pain points are and making sure that you speak to those in, in all of your engagements, whether those are, you know, whether it's thought leadership, whether it's the kinds of events you're inviting people to, whether it's the where you drive them to in terms of those digital journeys. I, I just think marketing has a role to play in that, in joining up some of that messaging. I think otherwise it's a, it, it's a big ask on a salesperson because yeah. at the end of the day, they are going to be far more focused on delivering in quarter, in half, you know, in year revenues. And and I think marketing can take a much more long-term view than perhaps some um, relationship managers will be able to going forward. Got it. We have often talked about the sales and marketing dynamic in tech and telco and speaking to many of our um, clients in the financial services space, it seems to be even more exaggerated in terms of the divide. What, what's your experience been? Um, I certainly think there has been um, there has been quite a divide. I think marketing's role traditionally in financial services, um, ha- particularly where you've got a consumer brand as well, has been really strong in that brand building space, which you need to support a high street presence if you've got you know you've got a retail network of of, of branches. And so I think marketing has been seen very much in that brand space and also in the support of big branded customer events. So I, almost the growth side and the the development of those customers marketing yes haven't yes been as active in and I think okay. some of the some of the the B two B techniques that we've seen in tech have not played as strongly in financial services so there are huge opportunities I think to to start to build out some of that skill set in banking I think one of the other things that's, that's interesting and you talk about the the marketing and sales dynamic I think the other shift that I'm seeing is the marketing and service dynamic right I think that's Actually, that's becoming important in tech. Um, And I think it's also becoming super important in financial services because you've seen the the way that services is being delivered is changing hugely. You've got AI in there. You've got all sorts of of sort of digitization of the service experience. I think it's it's really important that marketing doesn't become pigeonholed just in that sales process, but actually it continues to extend its voice across the life cycle of product ownership mm-hmm. and really maintain consistency of customer experience across the life cycle of product ownership. And I think that becomes really important when when you're moving away from the human interventions that were traditionally there um, in the financial services products and I think it's really important that marketing pays attention to all of the the touch points and ensures consistency of experience. So I think that I think that while we we need a conversation around marketing and sales, I think we need a conversation around marketing and service mm-hmm. as well. One of the conversations I was having earlier this week was account-based marketing actually isn't about marketing. It's not about sales. It's about the customer. Yes. And how do you bring value to that organization, to their business, and think of them post-purchase? So yeah. much of marketing and selling has been about driving demand, driving pipe, driving immediate revenue. Yeah. Even post-purchase, large 
projects, transformations, transactions, we see a recurring theme of buyer's remorse. So almost post 90 days, post a year, when things haven't gone as well, that there's another decision point there. So I, I, I definitely see the value of carrying marketing on. Yes. And if you look at best practice around um, customer experience and um, customers and organizations that are really looking at NPS and really understanding all of those customer touch points, I think there's a huge opportunity for marketing to, to understand what the onboarding experience is and just be looking at who's adopting the product, where they're using it, where there are issues and really driving out customer evangelists yeah. and and you know in the old days if I go back you know to the early part of my career mm-hmm. one of the things that we always had in tech were user groups yes. you know we yeah. brought all our customers together and they shared best practice and, and they shared all their hints and tips together, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah yeah and you brought out little you know tapes of patches and things that yeah. they could share amongst themselves and I think that while you know technically we've moved on from that I still think there there are huge benefits to getting customers enabling customers to share those best practices and in encourage adoption, encourage usage, and that's what's then going to drive your cross-sell and upsell yeah. activities. And I think marketing has a huge role in supporting those mm. sorts of programs, whether they're part of general marketing or whether actually they're part of ABM because you're bringing clusters of, of similar users together. Yes, yeah. And we've seen that happen through even digital scenarios where we've got an online community of like-minded customers facing the same challenge that they're addressing yeah. um, with similar platforms. And if you look at how the, the platform businesses um, thrive and grow that have you know we've we speak such a lot about coming out of the, the the west coast of the states and that is all about the the brilliant brilliant thing that they do so well is is just building those those communities of of users and and providing a platform where people can share experiences and i think there's so much to learn and i think there's so much for traditional businesses to learn from that sort of model and going back to the point earlier that we were discussing around GDPR, compliance, access to data. Has it been different in financial services compared to telco and and IT? I think, yes, financial services is a hugely closely regulated business. And I think that does impact on how you shape customer relationships and how you manage them. I think there are a number of financial services institutions that have organizations that have really thought about that and really thought about their compliance framework and how to leverage that to its best advantage. And I think, again, this is a place where ABM can play a role because you can look really carefully at who your customer stakeholders are and how you engage with them. And perhaps it's not all about dinners or in-person events that are challenging from a compliance um, and a regulatory perspective, but you can find other ways of strengthening and deepening those relationships. And I think that's where marketing can perhaps help relationship managers to brainstorm some of those ideas and find new ways um, of, of building those relationships. Yeah, we, we have a client who cannot do anything over £50 per head with, with each of their key accounts. And compared to some of the, the hedonistic things I've seen in, in tech, a very different dynamic. But I think those those days are changing in tech because I think most, mm. most large corporate organisations now when they're on the receiving end of some of those invitations, will struggle to to, yeah. to sign those off. So I think I think those days in general, I think we're all moving on from them. And Catherine, thinking about growth of these key accounts, these large accounts, and you're rolling out ABM in a financial services capacity, are you seeing more robust planning? What what's the the sales and marketing planning process when it comes to growing these accounts? I think 
I think sales and marketing planning is a really, really, really interesting area. If I go back to slightly earlier in my career, um, some of the organizations I worked with had really robust sales planning and account planning processes, very clear sales outcomes, looking two, three years out in some instances, which made it really easy to have great conversations around how marketing could play a role and to do some really good long-term planning around how you strengthened and deepened stakeholder relationships, how you improved brand, how you improved the messaging, how you really aligned it. And I think there were some really clear deliverables that marketing could produce or co-create with the, with the client that really helped to drive those sales programs forward. I saw a more mixed approach when I was um, working in the telco sector. Um, some organizations and some account teams were really strong in this space, often where you had people who had perhaps more of a tech background. Mm-hmm. Other parts of the business um, were, were more on a, on a journey, I would say, in that space. I think Financial services is really interesting. I get a sense in some of the fintechs that they are more aligned with tech sales techniques and therefore you are seeing more in terms of, if not planning at an account level, you see planning at a sector level. Mm -hmm. Um, In financial services, I'm seeing definitely a shift in sales management techniques and approaches, more use of digital, more use of data points um, to underpin sales, where they are on their journey to sales outcomes, which is then providing account plans with more depth that marketing again can align their ABM programs and their marketing plans too. But I think, again, that varies market to market, division to division, company to company. So I think I would, in my experience, I think financial services on more of a journey um, towards where tech has been. We, we have a client and their account planning process centers just around the relationships they have. So it's not about how they're going to grow, develop, add more value to that business. Mm. It's very much about these are the 7, 20, 15 relationships that we have. And these are the next relationships we're looking to seek. Mm. One thing I have noticed is that sometimes you have a planning process that gives you a snapshot and a moment in time, but it's very difficult to understand from that as a marketeer. Yes, you've got a baseline, But it's not always clear where the account team wants to take those relationships to Mm -hmm. and what techniques you could apply as a marketeer to to enable that shift. And I think that I think some of the the sales tech doesn't always enable that kind of before and after or to and from journey to be captured effectively. Um, So I think that that's probably a shout out to our colleagues in in sales ops rather than marketing ops to say we need some help with this because I think that can be quite a challenge. Yeah, we've seen different sales maturity in different organisations and I think depending on those that look at QBRs and are more actively engaged in in their customers to capture a temperature gauge but also the vision of where they're taking them, that's where ABM can really come to life. I've also seen account-based marketing add lots of value where they're there isn't an account plan. And actually by going through an ABM approach, they end up formulating more of a, a, a cohesive customer-centric strategy yes. in, in terms of how they work together. But I think you've got to have really strong sales leadership. Mm. Now, whether that's in terms of a, a sales manager or just uh, a global account manager who is really open to having um, another approach on their account. Yeah. And that yeah. requires a confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, a, not every salesperson is happy to let a marketeer come in and, and, and try some new techniques yeah. and, and look at a segmentation model, say, or, or do some stakeholder mapping mm-hmm. or do things that in some organizations they think are, in quotes, 
sales tasks. Right. So I think there's, you know, that takes a confidence and not everyone is on that page. Looking at some of the work that we've done together, a big effort has been around how do you help sales articulate a value-based message to the individual customers? Um, do you see that same opportunity for marketing to add value to sales in financial services? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think there are, there is a huge amount of marketing talent that it has deep insight into products into customers and 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 is really thinking about what's going on in the marketplace and changing customer need and i and i think with everything the more diverse range of inputs you have into an account planning session or some kind of you know business review the richer the outcomes are going to be got it yeah and you talked a little bit earlier about fintechs and adjacent sectors yeah. Th- thinking about account based marketing where next where where else does it make sense for you well i think um it, it, finan- <laughs> the label financial services is only it's a bit of a catch all mm-hmm. it's a bit of a bucket um and i think it's only been around for about 20 years yeah um, five but- or seven <laughs> segments under that again yeah. absolutely yeah yeah so you've got things like um i mean yes you've got commercial banking and which we've kind of been talking a little bit about in the conversation today. But you've also got um, within that, you've got investment banking, uh, you've got insurance would be another yeah. sector or sort of sub sector within that. So you've got you've got a number of sectors within financial services, all of which um, are facing um, change. And I think one of the interesting drivers is is probably digital and digital disruption, because I think. I think it's the disruptors coming in mm-hmm. that change the nature of the client relationship that give marketing a, a voice in the room that says actually we can help support these conversations. We you know we need to be um, managing those customer relationships in a more efficient and a more cost effective way, looking at where we can scale out the use of our assets and do do more for less, mm-hmm. and also to support sales teams to do more for less. So I would say. Um, across financial services, you're seeing that digital disruption, and therefore, in in the, in the sub segments, I think there's there's interesting opportunities to develop an ABM proposition in all of those. I think the other segment, uh, if you think about it from a digital disruption point of view, would be something like the utilities sector, because again, there's a there's a lot of change being driven out. There, you've got digital disruption going on in there, and I think that again gives opportunities yeah. to to change the nature of the client relationship and to use ABM techniques to do that. That's a really interesting point. My theory on the whole fintech disruption piece, and we saw it happen in tech um, as lots of large global organizations adopted account-based marketing. I think the smaller the organization, the more aligned sales and marketing are. (laughs) And in some ways, the more focused they have to be as well. And when you see organizations grow and scale, marketing falls into a natural, you know, they have their own goals and objectives and sales are driven differently. And in some cases, the larger the organization, the more value ABM can bring versus some of the fintechs that are already, all the, the smaller disruptors are already thinking as sales and marketing together into their target customer base. Catherine, thinking of other financial services organisations where ABM's on the table, what would your top three tips be to them? You really have to understand the use case for ABM in your business and 
and be really clear what that is because it's a really broad category and I think it can feel a bit woolly. I think you have to build a really robust business case, really understand your KPIs, how you're going to measure success, how you're going to demonstrate that. And you absolutely have to take your client managers, your client relationship managers, stroke sales, whatever you want to call them, you have to take them with you on the journey and they have to be your advocates for it. Um, And I think those are my top three. Well, it does feel like a big cultural shift in in many ways, bigger than we've seen in in the tech world. Oh, but with everything comes opportunity. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks for joining us today, Catherine. <laughs> You're very welcome, Alicia. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Today, we're giving away a copy of Relationship Management in Banking, Principles and Practice by Steve Goulding and Richard Abley. To win a copy, enter by joining the conversation on Twitter using the ABM podcast hashtag. See you next time. This podcast is brought to you by Momentum ABM, the account-based marketing consultancy, transforming how sales and marketing teams grow their biggest customers. You can learn more at MomentumABM.com.